My name is Amy, married to Johnny. Uh, we have uh, four little people, uh, Gracie, Joe, and we have twin girls, Eden and Anna, who I hope aren't causing too much carnage in the kids' room. Uh, but there you go, that's a bit about me. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, I went on a spa weekend with a couple of girlfriends um, from London, which was so unbelievably treaty, uh, without children, just me and the girlfriends. It was amazing. It was in Surrey, so it was a bit of a drive, um, three hours it took. And uh, on the way home, um, the journey that was three hours turned into five hours because London, getting around London was horrendous. So I was just stuck in traffic. And, uh, and after I had sort of listened to a lot of music, I was like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I thought of a really novel idea. I might listen to a talk, <laughs> uh, which I don't actually have much time to do. So I was uh, stuck in the traffic. So I, getting, so I got my phone out and I was looking through um, some talks. And, uh, and one of the titles was Freedom. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to listen to that one. Um, that sounds really compelling. That's kind of up my street. So I listened to it. And as I was listening to this talk, it was like food was feeding my soul. I, in the car, I just became alive. It was like everything that this person was saying about freedom and believing freedom is possible. It was like my whole insides were like, yes, yes, yes. And in the car, I was literally screaming at the top of my, uh, top of my voice. I was weeping. I was proclaiming. I was like, yes, God, freedom is possible. And um, yeah, just hoping that... Um, no one in the side of my car uh, could uh, see me, really. Um, but anyway, yeah, really, um, really impacted me. Now, Johnny um, spoke last week um, about um, being made right with God, um, that through Jesus we have been made right with him, um, that through Jesus we're invited in to this intimate relationship with God, that nothing we can do to earn it. We can't do anything to, attempt to get it. It is a gift. It is freely given, um, that nothing can separate us from this relationship that is in Christ Jesus. Um, amazing. This freedom that is um, available to us, um, a life that is with him, um, a life without condemnation, a life without worry, a life without anxiety, a life that is free, is given, a free gift is given to us. Amazing. Yet, we read here in scripture even that Paul says, I have not attained this, but I have not attained this. You know, we've got this free gift. It's amazing. Yet it's so difficult to grasp, isn't it? It's so, it's so hard to live it. It's so hard to receive it. It's so hard to live it out. Um, there's nothing we can do to get it, but it's so hard to grasp it. And even Paul is saying, I haven't attained to it. So what I want to do this morning is basically offer three suggestions of how we can begin to walk forward, how we can begin to attain um, this freedom that is given, it is freely given to us. So bear with me and we'll go through um, those three. Um, but often when it comes to, um, <laughs> when it comes to freedom, um, I see in my life and my experience, there are often two camps when, it, when we talk about freedom. There's often, um, there's the camp that is it's all on God. You know, he's going to zap me in the street. I'm just going to walk forward and God's going to boom. He's going to um, zap me of my addictions, of my worries, of my fears and anxieties. All on him. It's just, it's his power and his power alone. Okay. And then there's often the other camp, which is um, 
is all about fixing it. I need to, I need to fix myself. I need to read all the books. I need to um, you know, get all the self-help books. It's all on me um, to fix it. However, what we see in the Bible and in my, in my experience is these working together where God's power, his sovereign power and our human ability to choose, when they come together is where the freedom is. And we see this here in the scripture. If you can keep it up, it's short so people can see. Um, it says, I press on to take hold. This is active. This is an action. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. A work of God. He's moved first. He's moved first. It's his power. Um, we receive that power. So firstly then, point number one. We take hold of the truth. Is Jesus who he says he is? That he has taken hold of us first. Do we believe it? Do we believe this truth? We need to take hold of the truth. I think what it looks like to take hold of this is um, believing it's possible. Believe that he has taken hold of us and that freedom is possible. I think this is a faith statement. I think this is a question of faith. And faith is the currency with God. He absolutely loves it. And we see this, um, we see this so powerfully in the story of the bleeding woman. You know, there's this story of um, this woman who's been bleeding for 12 years and she sees Jesus in the crowd and she literally believes that if she just nudges forward and takes hold of the garment of Jesus, that is enough to heal her. That is enough to set her free. You know, she takes hold of it. She takes hold of it. That's active. And she does take hold of it, and she is set free. The other day in church, I, um, I, we were in the worship, and, uh, and I um, was actually honestly beginning to lose hope, um, beginning to lose hope that it is possible, that God can do all of this stuff that I dream about, that people can be set free. And as the worship um, gone on, went on, I began to um, feel this sort of roar in my guts, um, this sort of like desire uh, within me to um, choose to believe that this is possible. I felt like God saying to me, do you think this is possible? And it was like a, a roar within me that was like, yes, I believe this is possible. I am not going to give up. I am not going to give up. I think this is so important for our church. If we want to see a church on fire and a city alive, but we don't think it's possible, we will so easily lose hope. We'll become cynical, we'll become apathetic, we'll become disillusioned. And I'm not saying this is easy, but we do have a choice. Do we believe that being free is possible? Or do we believe it's impossible? Both are human choices. When we agree with unbelief, we are actually agreeing with oppression. Um, in Matthew it says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this, move, this mountain, move 
I've actually written in my, in my notes here, phew, just, just as small as a mustard seed. It's a step of faith. This is not a feeling. This is a step of faith. But you know, we choose, but we also ask for help. I believe, help my unbelief. And so what I, how I see it is, we take our mustard seed, we take our mustard seed of faith. Okay, I've got this much belief. I've got this much belief. I'm taking that step. I'm choosing that step of belief. And we say, Lord, help this mountain of unbelief. Lord, help this mountain of unbelief. So the foundation to freedom, I believe, is faith. Do we believe it's possible? I think we're just going to spend a minute just in quiet and I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask the Lord to help our unbelief and to help us believe. Okay, so close your eyes. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. We thank you for what you have already done this morning. Father, we confess that it can sometimes be so hard to believe that it's possible. Will you come now and help our unbelief? Let's just spend a minute, just you and the Lord. Ask him. Ask for his help. Come Holy Spirit. Okay, one, take hold of the truth. Two, take action. What does this look like? Firstly, we read um, forgetting what is behind. When um, Johnny and I were newly married, uh, we didn't have children, uh, and uh, we were living in London, and we thought we would go for a little trip um, to Yorkshire. And uh, and in Yorkshire, we stayed in this gorgeous house, and there was lots of amazing walks uh, to go on. And we went on um, a couple of walks. And one of them, uh, Johnny and I were um, discussing um, things, uh, fears and worries and anxieties that are holding us back from this walk forward, this journey with Jesus. And we have quite intense conversations. <laughs> um, but as we were walking, we were just getting more and more like, oh, it's so annoying, these things that hold us back. We're just getting more and more frustrated. As we got to the top of this hill, um, Johnny uh, said, let's just shout our fears off. Let's just shout our fears out into the wind. Um, and so we did. Just so, no one was around us, thankfully. Um, but basically, Johnny then began. So he, was, he shouted, be gone, be out, or whatever it is that he did. And then it was my turn. And I um, shouted, you know, be 
gone opinion. And it was like this gut-wrenching, I am done. I am done. Begone opinion. I'd spent so much of my life being bound by approval, by opinions of others. Um, And it was at this time I was just done. No more. I want to be free. I want to begin to accept what God has to say about me. I want to hear God's opinion of me. I don't want to hear other people's opinion of me. I want to hear God's opinion of me. I want to hear his acceptance over me. And it was this moment where it was like, no, stake in the ground. No, I am not receiving that anymore. Forgetting what is behind, I believe, isn't denial. It's not a denial of the past. So often we are led by the Holy Spirit. And he gives us an opportunity to come face to face with our fears. And honestly, punch them in the face. It's not a denial of the fear, running away from it, being like, oh, no, 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 it's not there, it's not there. It's not a denial. It's like, all right, I'm going to face it with Jesus. I'm going to punch it in the face. Yes, amen. Yes. Um, This is healing, by the way. That is healing. Um, our experiences of life, you know, they, um, they obviously shape us. They shape us in good ways. They shape us in bad ways. We are so often ruled um, and held captive by our past that so often manifests in fear, right? Um, fear, we're surrounded by fear every day. So much of our life, so much of our world tells us to be afraid. We watch the news. Um, it's so hard to watch the news and not be terrified, to be honest. I feel like I'm sometimes walking down the street and I can fear, I, can see, I feel the fear um, coming against me. Um, but we can't let it rain. We can't let it rain. It says in 2 Timothy, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-discipline. After that, after that moment um, of shouting, out, shouting off the hill, um, I'd chosen to pray. So I'd sort of chosen to pray that prayer. I'd said no more. And honestly, really hoping that when I got back to London, it was all gone and I was zapped and everything was fine. And actually, you know, I didn't care what other people think anymore and all of that. Um, but it didn't happen like that, really sadly. Um, I was actually immediately confronted by all of my fear. <laughs> so how it works sometimes, doesn't it? So I was confronted by all my fear that lay behind approval. You know, the, the approval is only a manifestation of the underlying fear. And God was like, yeah, forget about that. Let's go to that bit. Let's go to what you're actually really afraid of. And, um, and Jesus was leading me to come face to face with the fear, with him, and realise that even my greatest fears were not too big for him. That it, even my greatest fears were not too big for him. You know, for me, this honestly looked like a lot of prayer. I spent a lot of time here, sobbing my little heart out. A lot of snot, a lot of tissues, a lot of prayer, a lot of words of love um, from people. And I have certainly not arrived. I mean, this is terrifying for me sitting up here. I am not, I have not arrived. I have not attained this, but I am so much more free. I have experienced and tasted freedom. I am a different person than 15 years ago. It is possible. It is possible. I had literally shaken hands with fear 
It's like a sort of agreement. I had somehow, um, I thought that fear was going to keep me safe and was going to keep me in control. I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I'll agree with you, I'll agree with you. And so our first job is to stop agreeing with fear. Break the contract. Say, no, I'm not going to shake hands with it. I'm not going to shake hands with you. But what does this look like? In the second part of the passage, it says straining. We're straining to what is ahead. Now, this is quite an athletic image. You know, straining is, is Vicky read really well. I think she even said straining. <laughs> it's very good. But it's like, it's, stre- it's strenuous. It's, it's um, activity. It's energy. It's, um, it's active. We make choices um, every day to turn away from God and strain. Uh, We make choices to either turn away from God or strain towards him. I think straining towards him is simply agreeing with his agenda for our lives. It's taking action. I think this is active. And for some today, taking action is actually getting out of your seat and coming to get prayer. That might be your action today. You know, I'm no longer going to keep hidden. I'm no longer going to keep bound. I'm no longer going to agree. I'm going to take action. I'm going to get out of my seat and I'm going to say, Lord, I am done. I think some of you need to do that. I feel like some of you are going to do that today. That is your action. You know, for some of you, it might be confiding in someone. Saying, you know, I'm really struggling. I'm really afraid. It's not denying it. It's saying... I'm really afraid. Jesus, come with me, with this person. We're going to pray about it. That might be your action today. For some, it might be taking away that thing, that relationship that you um, know holds you back. You just know and you know her. There is something that you need to just cut loose from, that you know it is holding you back. Maybe that's your action today. And then the other thing is... um, we, so, um, we hold on to things, don't we, that we, that we um, know keep us safe. Where we find our worth and, and, and security in. A lot of my, um, a lot of my uh, teenage years and my um, beginning of my early 20s, I found so much worth and security in what I look like and what I physically look like. And, um, and I spent um, a lot of time, you know, making myself a lot of fake tan, a lot of hair dye, a lot of makeup. And if I looked all right, then I'll be okay. That was like my security. That was like, if that was all right, then I can live. You know, then I can sort of get on with my day. And as I've been um, going through this um, journey, I've realized that actually what he wants to... Um, get rid of what he wanted to get rid of was actually to find my security in him and um, when Johnny and I um, were um, ready to get married um, one of the things that I felt like he was wanting to do and say to me is he asked me I want you to go down that I want you to go down that aisle as Amy I want you to go no makeup no hair dye <laughs> I want you to go down that aisle as Amy And it was a bit like a prophetic statement of walking down that aisle and Johnny's saying yes. And, you know, Johnny's yes is important, but it's not his, that is not the be all and end all. It's his yes. But it is a prophetic, it was a prophetic moment where he was saying, I accept you. This is your, your security is in me. And so I just wonder whether even someone, some people's action today is to get rid of the earthly things that we know sort of keep us in control. That if that's okay, then I'm secure. And you know what it is. You know what it is. 
I have completely lost my place here, but did it fall on the floor? Oh, here we go. And if for some of you, taking action might also be just saying no. I know some of you probably find it really difficult to say no. Maybe your action today is, I'm going to say no to that. I have a choice. I can say no. And some of you, your action today might be saying yes. A dear friend in America, um, when we used to live in America, uh, we did a lot of pastoral counselling um, with her. Um, Johnny and I together, it was amazing and incredible um, opportunity. And one of the things she gave us um, was some really helpful tools to sort of begin to sort of strain towards, to live out some of this stuff. And one of the things that she um, talked to us about was this idea of having um, a good and a bad dog within us. And, um, and she said, we've got two uh, dogs in us, a good dog and a bad dog. And uh, one, ba- one of the dogs feeds off um, lies and condemnation, and the good dog feeds off truth, um, what God says about us, basically. And she challenged us, and she said, which dog are you feeding right now? And it was so challenging, because I had spent so much energy just feeding this bad dog that had gotten sort of out of control, big. And this poor like, little dog, this good dog, was just so... Um, empty you know it's had no power I'd given all this power to this bad dog and so even the question today is are you feeding the are you feeding the good dog or do you speak lies and condemnation over yourself all the time this is serious I know it sounds sort of trite but it is serious what are we feeding our souls are we feeding ourselves truth or are we feeding ourselves lies come on you know this is important and we can help each other. You know, with um, my daughter Grace, I get her to stand in front of the mirror. Um, and she, I get her to stand in the mirror and I brush her hair. And I get her to look in her, in, the, in her eyes. And I say to her, say to yourself, I am loved. And she's like, I am loved. I am chosen. I am chosen. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. And as she's saying it, it's like it's fueling, it's feeding this within her. And I just think there is going to be, her whole life is going to be feeding the bad dog. You know, lies and labels and you can't do this and you, you should do this and you're not pretty enough or you're not good enough. So much of her life is going to be feeding that bad dog. So even parents out there, let's feed our kids good dog. Let's give them the tools to say it over themselves and each other. Let's feed our good dogs. Sounds kind of crazy, but let's feed our good dogs. <sighs> yes. Okay, I'm just going to... Um, I'm just going to spend another minute in prayer. So let's close your eyes. I just think for some of us, we do, we have shaken hands with fear. Fear rules in our life. And I'm going to ask now, Holy Spirit, would you come and would you break contracts of fear in this room in Jesus' name? Just where you are, just literally, if you know that the Lord is speaking to you about this, just pray, Lord, forgive me that I have shaken hands with fear. Release me from fear, Lord. Break the contract, Jesus.
And Lord, this morning also show us where we are to act. Where have we become, where have we become apathetic, Lord? Would you show us what our action is this morning? Just even in this moment, just ask the Lord, where do I need to act, Lord? Where do I need to strain toward? Amen. And my third point is simply don't give up. It says press on. You know, this is hard work. It's really hard work. Walking out our freedom is hard work. It takes difficult choices. It takes vulnerability and honesty. And it takes effort. But just know that you have a God that is on your side. You have a God that wants this so much more than you. Wants you to attain this gift, wants to, you to receive this life of freedom that is possible. This is an invitation, this isn't force. This is an invitation. Do we want it? Do we want to be free? Do we want freedom to, for other people? This is an invitation. I believe that as we press on with our ability to choose, mixed with his power and his presence, we will begin to attain this goal, which is Jesus and everything he has planned for us. I heard recently that it took the Israelites 40 days to cross the Red Sea. I thought it took about half an hour. You know... This is our life's work. This is hard work. This is our life's work. But don't give up. You know, we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days. If you're like me, there are bad days where you're like, oh, this is impossible, it can't work. But don't give up. His mercy is new every morning. Wake up in the morning. It's a fresh day. I believe it's possible. I'm going to take action and I'm not going to give up. So let's begin to walk together, to take hold of the truth, to take hold of the truth, to take action. This is action. This is active. And to not give up. Let's stand. Let's pray.